0: Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com
1: slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Cheeseheads. Cheese heads. Get on your feet. It's curd and law. Hosted by Sparky Fiker and Ryan Horvath. AT Sparky 5 for 1250 AM. The fan, beautiful Milwaukee, Wisconsin, uh, in the 60s, 70s, something like that. Uh, today, uh, follow me on uh, Twitter at Sparky Radio. Ryan Horvath, BetMGM tonight, weeknights. Him, Trista Crick, Nick Ashu, part of the BetQL Radio Network. Watch games uh, and uh, listen to them uh, while you watch. and make some money in the process, probably. Follow Ryan on Twitter at Ryan Horvath. And he's out in D.C., where I'm guessing it's warmer than it is here in Milwaukee, probably.
0: Uh, currently 64 degrees By the end of the week it'll be 82 I think it was like 86 87 last week and then all of a sudden the weekend hit and it was rainy and cold and 50 degrees again it's been up
1: and down Yeah, not bad. Uh, Let's see. It's 66 uh, here currently. Uh, Oh, you might have us. Yeah, so you got us uh, beat, actually. Got you beat for once. It won't last by the end of the week. I'm sure you'll overtake us again. Uh, Lots to get to on today's Curd and Long podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Don't forget, you can also watch some of these on YouTube, on the Odyssey Sports Channel uh, page. Had Gilbert Brown on on Friday, filling in for Ryan Horvath. Uh, Thanks to the Gravedigger, the Packer Hall of Famer, uh, for joining me on Friday. That was a lot of fun. All right, so let's talk about Aaron Rodgers. Uh, As we all know, uh, some video, I think it was by Lazard or one of Lazard's guys. Um, Aaron Rodgers and Alan Lazard working out together. Does it bother you that Rodgers is working out this offseason with said Alan Lazard? I have lots of thoughts on this. Uh, Ryan Horvath, you start.
0: Yeah, so it doesn't really bother me that he's working out with Alan Lazard this offseason. But I saw on social media and on Twitter that it's bothering everybody else. That's why I suggested this topic, because people were freaking out. This would have been nice for him to do last season. right? But the thing about it is, like, you know, he needs a couple months. He's old now. I get Rodgers wanting to do his own thing. But also, I feel like he does do off-season workouts. I always see him doing stuff. I saw him doing stuff with David Bakhtiari. They were working out last off-season. They were in the sauna together. I'm sure he's probably done stuff with Cobb. I didn't really have any – I'm sure him and Lazard probably got together and and did some stuff. I think that people have an issue that last year – He didn't get together with the rookies. And you always throw out these examples like, well, Tom Brady works out with his guys in the offseason. I say this is true. But at the end of the day, man, like I'm sure Rodgers would get together if if it went down like that with Devontae and Cobb and all the veterans. He's not going to go out of his way to get together with the rookies. And I don't think you'll ever see a 38, 39 year old veteran quarterback like Tom Brady may have been getting together with Mike Evans, Antonio Brown, Rob Gronkowski on the beach and throwing footballs. But he wasn't getting together with like Scotty Miller in the rookies. You know what I mean? The 20, 21-year-old kids. So I don't really have an issue with anything going on right now. Lazard and Rogers obviously have a close relationship. There's a reason why he wanted Lazard going to New York with them. So I didn't really have a problem with it, to be honest. But, I mean, I guess I understand where people would you know, I have lots of lots of, lots of lots of taking love time. working out with Aaron Jones and whatnot. But, yeah, it didn't bother me as much as most, I guess.
1: That That's exactly my first point. My first point is this feels like, uh, OK, you want to show off that you're working out with your guys in Green Bay, that you're the new quarterback and you're doing things. And this is obviously about me not working out with guys. So here, Alan, let's throw some balls, put it up on social media so they can see that I'm working out with you. Uh, in new york while jordan love their new quarterback is working out in green bay that's kind of what it felt like to be kind of like uh, oh so you're gonna put this out there to make me look bad cool then i'm gonna put it out there that i'm working out with alan lazard the only problem in all of this is what you what you said why does he have to work out with alan lazard that's that's not the issue the issue is gary wilson Work out with him. Work out with the Jets receivers you've never played with. Those are the guys you should be working out with. Now with the guy coming with you from Green Bay. Work out with Randall Cobb. Sweet. Does nothing to help anybody else new to the offense. So, again, if he would have worked out with Lazard last offseason, it would have made not a hill of beans difference because Lazard wasn't the guy that didn't know the offense. The young guys were. And in this situation with the Jets... It's no different. You're working out with a guy that's coming in that knows the offense you're going to run with Hackett as offensive coordinator. The guys yeah. in New York that hopefully will play a role in all of this. Garrett Wilson, I think, can now say he solidified the one role now that OBJ has went to Baltimore. It is still has not played in this offense. Still has not played with 12. That's who should be working out. Now, this was Lazard and Garrett Wilson and Corey Davis. And these guys are all there working out together. Okay, that's probably more of a slap in the face to, to Kareem Bay of not working out the rookies. But if I'm the Packers, I look at that and go, oh boy, he still hasn't changed. Same old, same old Aaron, not, not changing thing." So to me, if I'm a Jets fan, I don't get excited about that because it's like, well, okay, cool, you're working out with the guy that you already know like the back of your hand, but you're not going to help this offense get any further along by working out with him. You have to work out the young guys if we're going to get where we want to go uh, at the end of the day, so... And as a Packer fan, I feel the same way. Like, cool, you're working out Lazard. That's not going to make anybody better at the end of the day. So it doesn't really bother us that you're doing it. Jo- Aaron Jones working out with Jordan Love is totally different. Yeah. They haven't been on the field for 16 games in a regular season before. So that is like Jordan love working with a bunch of rookies. Cause from a chemistry standpoint, there's not a bunch of chemistry with him and the quarterback. So that to me is more beneficial to the Packers than what Rogers and Lazard is doing to the New York jets, Ryan.
0: Yeah, I agree. I mean, that's, that's the focus right there, right? Is Jordan loves putting in the work with the guys that are going to be on this team. So that that's the thing though, is all I've heard, a lot of the like a lot of these people on social media that want Rodgers gone, like, he's gone. I mean, not technically yet, officially, but he's going to be gone. But you so saw now, the
1: GM Joe Douglas was yeah, at some yeah. event with Boomer Esiason, and yeah. Boomer Esiason's on stage and asked him about Rodgers, and he's like, oh, he's going to be here, at Boomer's going crazy dancing, everybody's going crazy, ends up as a news story, the whole thing. Man, well, you better be right
0: about this, Joe Douglas. You better be right, enough. son. If I'm Brian Gudikins and I'm watching that, I'm really excited. I'm popping bottles of champagne because I'm (laughs) going to get my first-round pick because he just guaranteed to that crowd. So, you know, yesterday's price isn't today's price. Price just went up. Now we might want two first-round picks. They just continue to – I mean – The Packers have all the all the leverage here, but again, like back to the people on social media, like Rogers is gone, so worry about the team. Like, there's no reason to worry about what he says on McAfee when he goes back, or what he says to the New York media. Who cares if everybody's so over him? Who cares? I feel like it's like a. For some people, like a bad breakup with an ex, like they don't realize how much they need Aaron Rodgers. Everybody like tweets at me about Aaron Rodgers. He's the least of my worries right now. I got my own problems going on in life. I got—I don't care that Aaron Rodgers is working out with Alan Lazard, man. Like it's—it's it's all these people on social media. They care more than me. Like, yeah, I like the guy. He's my favorite quarterback. He's not my brother. He's not my best friend. I like on Sundays for three hours watching him roll to his left and just fire a absolute dart. You know, one of the greatest throws you've ever seen. So, you know, it, none of this stuff bothers me. I do want it just to be over, though. Like, this is Jordan Love's team now. You have to be, like you said, encouraged because he's putting in the work with his guys. I can't wait to see what this offense looks like. Can't wait till the NFL draft. I just want this drama to end. I wish the Jets – I wish they could just figure something out. I don't know what they're waiting for. Maybe they're waiting for draft night. But I'll tell you, man, like, the Jets put all their, ba- all their eggs in this basket, and now – If I'm Brian Gudekens, I am getting that first round pick. I am.
1: You're, you're holding the line. You're not moving enough to hell with you now. Now I'm going to get – you're telling everybody. Because they're telling incoming free agents that they're signing that he's coming. Yeah. They're telling groups of people that he's coming. Everybody knows he's coming. And then Woody Johnson. Woody Johnson, the owner of this Jets team, as we've talked about he- – I'll tell you right now, at the end of the day, he eventually is going to put his foot down and go, I don't give an F what they want. Mm-hmm. Give it to them. I want Rogers here and this done with. I want to be able to take Aaron to some of my fancy corporate parties between now and training camp starting. I want to be able to introduce him to a bunch of cool people and have them over to my mansion and hang out and show my huge yacht. And, I mean, you know that's part of it. And that's the other thing we've never talked about on this podcast. We've never talked about it. Rodgers has never had to play for an owner. He's never had to play for a Jones, a Snyder. He's never had any of that. Murphy Murphy doesn't have the money these other guys have. He's never been having to deal with these uppity uppities up at a whole different level of atmosphere of rich as far as from an owner perspective of the wants and needs that this owner is going to ask of Aaron Rodgers once he's on the team. This is going to be something completely different to 12 that 12's never had to deal with. And it'll be fun to yeah. see how that relationship works between him and Woody Johnson going forward. Because Woody's going to have some demands in all this, Ryan. He owns the damn team
0: after him. Yeah, I think Rodgers will be great in that role. Like, I think he'll be great with the New York media. I think they'll love him. I, I think that he'll probably you know, be involved. I, I, I think he'll do great, but, but here's the thing, man, like the Packers have all the leverage and now I'm getting that first round pick because of these guarantees they continue to make because let's look at it like this. They don't have another option. Yeah. They could draft the quarterback, but you're paying Alan Lazard that money and you're bringing in Tim Boyle, the backup, Zach Wilson and Chris Drevler. If Aaron Rodgers isn't coming, so yeah, the price went up yesterday. Again, it's a first round picker. It's it's nothing or you don't get Aaron Rodgers you, I mean, I don't know if they're just rumors. I buy into it, though. If San Francisco's calling and if all these other teams, if New England wants to make a phone call, I'm answering those calls. And, you know, I mean, maybe they're not even offering a first-round pick, but, like, if the Jets are playing hardball yet going out and almost, like, rubbing – you know what I mean? Like, it, it's got to the point now where I would take, a, like, a lesser offer almost from another team if they don't want to give up what we want. You know, you you get what I'm saying? It's like, to hell with you then. Like, you were the first in line. We didn't even call any other teams. Rodgers wants to play here. We don't care about doing right by Aaron. Aaron will gladly go play in San Francisco. He'll go play for Belichick, or he could retire. We don't care. He's not our problem anymore. But at the end of the day, I'm not taking a lesser offer while they're out there celebrating with Boomer and Geo and all these guys at their fan fest. Absolutely Not not. I'll no, do to no, no. else. I'm gonna show some stones for once and earn my
1: respect here, at least. The fact that Randall Cobb hasn't signed with the Jets, hmm, that deal is not done until I see Cobb signed somewhere. Once Cobb is signed, then I'll be like, okay, this, this thing is about done. Rogers is going there because Cobb's not signing somewhere. Aaron's not going, and they said Lazard was on their their list prior to this whole Aaron Rodgers thing, that they wanted Lazar regardless of who their quarterback was going to be. So if that's the case, okay, fine. Cobb, on the other hand, there's no chance that was on your list by any stretch of the imagination. So if the Jets side Cobb, then that's the final piece of, okay, Rodgers is going to New York. He's not going anywhere else. He wants to play with Cobby, uh, and that's how that's going to be. It should be fun to see. All right, topic number two. What is the most fair offer you'd accept from the Jets after the weekend? So pretty much saying the minimum kind of what you're talking about. I do remember something else. We kind of brought this up. OBJ, Lodell Beckham Jr. went to the Ravens on a one-year deal. Did not go to the Jets. So that's now the second time if you're scoring at home that Rodgers has wanted OBJ and he did not go play for it with Aaron Rodgers. Second time. And do not come at me and tell me that the Ravens have a better chance of going to the Super Bowl at this point with Lamar Jackson and OBJ uh, better than, say, the Jets. I don't think there's that much difference between the two, to be honest with you. Probably the Jets might have a more of a chance of going than the Ravens do with Lamar and OBJ. You have a quarterback situation that's completely up in the air. You don't even know if that's going to be resolved if Lamar's even going to be a Raven at this point. And OBJ right. said, I don't give a damn. Just pay me my money and I'll go play wherever. That That's pretty much what happened. But this is the second time now Rodgers has got screwed by a star wide receiver. And again, I continue to tell everybody that'll listen, he could tell everybody he wants about all these guys that wanted to play with him in Green Bay and blah, blah, blah. Baloney. I don't buy it. Guys that played with you probably wanted to continue to play with you. That I believe. You getting a star free agent to come play with you, you have not proven that at any point that you can actually get that deal done.
0: Yeah, I mean, didn't they go all in for an offensive lineman, the center for – I forgot whose center they went after. Maybe Denver's. I, I can't remember. And they didn't
1: get him. He went to San Francisco. No,
0: say so yeah, he was just San Francisco center. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, Rodgers kind of sucks. It's that him. one, too. He was on the phone talking to the dude. You know what he – this kind of reminds me of when, um, like, the Bulls, like, were kind of good, and uh, Derrick Rose was relevant. He was coming off the MVP season, and he was like, yeah, I'm not going to recruit. Yeah, I wouldn't they talk to anybody. He brought Carmelo Anthony to the United Center, and I'll never forget, man, because I was driving by, and they had these mellow banners and wearing number 15 – Derek wouldn't even show up. They couldn't. But, like, Rodgers actually, I think, is involved in these meetings. And guys still don't want to go play with him. It's crazy because you'd you think that they would want to. And it's a big market in New York. Although, at the end of the day, man, did Odell Beckham Jr. turn down playing with Aaron Rodgers? Or did he just say, I, I guarantee you the Jets weren't going to give him $18 million for a no, year. He's so took the money. Life. It's hard to throw this one on Rogers, you know what I mean? Because You're like right. you
1: know, the is not worth that money, Sparky. Like, fine, but the point is, at the end of the day, if he thought that Rogers could go take that team and win a Super Bowl, right? Is yeah. that worth going and doing for less money, or is it worth taking more money for less of a chance to go to a Super Bowl? OBJ already won a Super Bowl, though. That'd be my answer. Now he wants the money. Yeah,
0: and he has a very expensive lifestyle. He's getting punted off planes, kicked off planes. He's got a new baby. I, uh, and like, also they brought him into New York and they sat, they had this meeting about like playing with Rogers and about like accepting less of a role because there's going to be a stacked wide receiver room that they're going to continue to add to, they said. So they probably said like, yeah, man, you're probably the three or the four here. And the Ravens said, you're, you're one. The one here. Like last year we had Deshaun Jackson and Sammy Watkins on the same team. <laughs> That's combined 100 years old. So even though you got one knee, you come here and you're you're you might be throwing the ball to yourself but we're gonna give you 18 million dollars that's hard to pass up I don't think you wanted to you know take on a lesser role make less money and play with the dude who like yeah Rodgers is great but also where is he gonna be next year Where, where is he gonna be where is he gonna be mentally like week one week two
1: we haven't heard from him in a while I mean we see that he's running with Alan Lazard, but he hasn't even, he's not even, well, able- he's not going to talk till this Jets trade is official Then he'll go back on McAfee and unleash on the Packers about this whole deal.
0: Hey, that- my answer to this question is I want a first round pick and I'm fine with next year's first round pick. It is what it is. I'll take this year's first round pick. But after this weekend, again, I'm not, if this is really what's holding the deal up, then that's what I want. Whatever Brian Gutekind's asked for. Cause we, let's be honest. Like, do any of us really even know what he wants? No. So whatever he wants, That's what he gets. I'm not accepting a lesser offer because we don't like this deal. Doesn't need to go down. I don't care what anybody says. There's other teams that as we get closer, think that they have a chance and we'll call for Aaron Rodgers. And if it's somebody in the NFC, so be it. I mean, if we believe Rodgers, if they believe Rodgers is finished and washed up, who cares if he's got a chip on his shoulder for one year or two years? Let's be honest. Like the Packers have the worst odds to win the division. They're not winning a Super Bowl. So who cares if he goes and wins one in San Francisco? Thank like, you. At the end of the day, who cares, man? We get more in return than we could. Then we then they could go win one in four or five years if Jordan loves your guy. And if Jordan loves stinks, it's a good year to stink because then you got Caleb Williams and Drake May there. And who knows, man? Maybe Drake May isn't as. Good. I think maybe let's pump the brakes on Drake May a little bit. I mean, There's he's still the no longer there. Trubisky played in, and we were all like, "Oh yeah," you know, like. I don't know. I, I, there might be kids that there might be guys that like more, to be honest. Uh, we'll see. But I, I definitely Caleb Williams is awesome. Yeah. I don't he, think, the the think that bad, though, unfortunately.
1: No, they're not going to be that bad. We talked about this. I mean, we're talking, you know, seven wins, yeah. eight wins. Let's whatever. us be honest. Markie, they, they
0: could, though. Like, let's say no, they're not. No, let's say let's say that that defense just doesn't get any better. Like, who do you when is Rashawn Gary even coming back? I don't
1: know. I haven't seen anything on that. I would guess probably week four, week five would be my guess. Off the top of my head, Trying to figure out timeline.
0: What do you you feel good about on that side of the ball? Other than maybe Jair. Uh, you yeah, not know. I,
1: I mean, I I I like Quay Walker, even though he you know he has his issues with pushing refs and stuff. People, yeah, uh, yeah. but I, I like Quay Walker. I think he's good. I think Devontae White. Now that Lowry's out of the way, you're going to see him be a, uh, more of a force than what he was allowed to be last year. Uh, Kenny Clark has to get back to where he was a couple of years ago because last year was okay, but not. I think he got paid and he's checked out. Uh, let's hope not. Um, so you know he should be something. Uh, and then you just have to believe that they're going to they're draft defense again. They're going to draft another defensive lineman or two. They're going to draft another edge rusher to go along with this. Engabari, I think, played pretty well last year, considering where he drafted him out of South Carolina. We'll see if he can match that up again this year. Preston Smith is another year older.
0: Like, how do you sell Rashawn Gary and, and Jair like on this season? Do you go in like, "Hey, we're going to we're going to prove everybody wrong," or do you go in like, "Eh, hey, we're going to suck for a couple of years here?" No. Like I, David Gattiari.
1: No, I'm not I'm not doing that Matt LaFleur pump the brakes crap. I hate that. No. We are going to find out if,
0: if LaFleur is a good coach this year though.
1: Sure. But I mean, we're going into the season expecting to win the division and compete for the playoffs. Like that that's what it has to be. This dude's been sitting here for 3 years. So, yeah, I'm expecting him to come out and win. You know, eight yeah. games, nine games, Thank whatever you. the case may be. Be around 500. That's you. enough to win the division. Great. But I'm not coming into this thinking they're going to win four games. like, Because no. like,
0: I, here's the thing. I'm not giving any, I'm not giving any excuses. If if they win, if they go six and 10 or they only win five games in a crappy six NFL, six and 11, because we got 17 games. Yeah, my bad. Yeah. Then I'm, then I'm, then I think LaFleur like should be on the hot seat going into the next year already. I, I really do. But they won't uh, because they'll say Rogers had the same record. Are virtually the same record. Well, like Jordan Love doesn't. They don't have to win games for me to to judge Jordan Love. If Jordan, I, but I want him to have a comparable year to Rodgers did that I, Like twenty eight touchdowns, twelve picks. I do not want. I think like, that's
1: very possible.
0: Yeah. If it's if it's a thirteen touchdown, nineteen pick season, I'm not treating it as a rookie year. He's been in the league too long. Move on. I'm sorry. If he throws more picks than he does touchdowns, I want him. Then I think he's a bust. Fine. Even year one. Fine. Fair.
1: Fine. Yeah. I think everybody would agree that's I fair. Think 28 and 12 wants. is fine too. I, I 4,000 yards ain't happening, but I, 28 and 12, I think is, is fair. 28 and 13, whatever it is. Yeah. It can Two be to one it ratio touchdowns be, picks. It could be, a, it could be for me, it could be
0: 21 touchdowns, 19 picks. And I'll be like, okay. But he can't go out there. It can't be like 13 touchdowns, 17 picks. Agreed. Absolutely. Yeah. He's too old for that now, man. I know I because that wasn't Rodgers' first year. That wasn't Jalen Hurts' first year. That wasn't right. Herbert or Burt. Like, you know if somebody has it. And I don't want to – like, it's hard enough for me to get excited for this season. I'm not going to lie. I'm more excited for the Jets than I am for the Packers. Just I'm more excited about the Badgers. I like going – Hell yeah. Cause, cause, <laughs> the college football playoff is easy to get into. And the big- wait. fire. We don't even know what Ohio State's going to be this year, man. And so I'm more excited for the Badgers, too. I don't like going into a year and not thinking championship. Every year should be championship or bust. And that's what sucks about Rodgers going elsewhere. I know everybody's down on Rodgers and done with them. But uh, that's what sucks going into this season. I don't like 10 wins at best. That's, that sucks. You know? Uh,
1: you just haven't, well. I mean, you're going to get get ready to go through seasons of not having ten wins. That's all I'm going to say about that. And that that I mean, that is a that's a high bar, man. And especially with this kid coming in, because even if let's say let's say he goes sideways, right, and he's not good, and now you draft a quarterback, it's going to be another two or three years after that before he, that kid figures it out, probably. Before you take that next step to getting back to ten wins. Uh, Because, look, Jalen Hurts, people weren't sold on Jalen Hurts. People were like, ah, Jalen Hurts. They're going to have to find somebody better than him if it's going to work. And then all of a sudden last year, he busts out and has an unbelievable year. Uh, Again, large part thanks to Syke and the offensive coordinator. But either way, they fixed it, and away he went. Justin Fields was trash up until, what, the second half of last year when, again, the offensive coordinator made a decision that they were going to change and let him run more. And then he became a running back that can throw the football. And then that offense got going a little bit more.
0: Yeah. I wonder if there's a Jordan Love offense and an Aaron Rodgers offense. Yes. The Matt LaFleur
1: offense. I think the Jordan Love offense will be the Matt LaFleur offense specifically. Yes. I'm telling you, if he if he averages more than 35 throws a game, I will be absolutely shocked if he averages that many. I I really don't think they're going to let him throw the ball that much. You know why I want the Jets first round pick this year so much? Well, Is, because next year they'll probably be in the 20s. Well, yeah, yeah,
0: because I want one guy specifically. At 13? At yeah, 13. Who? And I'm not going to be here the rest of the week, so th- let's just do my mind. Ma- I want Bijan. John. Robinson. At 13, you can get him at 15. You don't got to go at 13. You can wait till 15. I don't know that we can get him at 15 because I, I know that everybody's going to overreact for quarterbacks, and I can't believe I'm suggesting a running back, but I'm just saying I could see, like, this team. Imagine a Jordan Love offense where he's – younger than Roger, so he could use his legs right? right and then you have Aaron Jones for this year you have AJ Dillon and then you have Bijan and i just want to be like 60 40 run and yeah. then I, I mean maybe the defense is better like let's let's be honest the defense sucked last year but that defense wasn't built like yeah like i i always bring up that they were terrible against the run they were supposed to, unfortunately, be terrible against the run. They were not supposed to be playing from behind every Correct. single week. The offense couldn't sustain drives. Yes. Like, the offense sucked. So the defense was on the field way too much. And they built that defense to stop the pass. And they were pretty damn good against the pass. I mean, as shaky as the secondary was, and they lost Stokes. So, I mean, if if you could actually, like, control the clock, that's the other thing. They want to run the ball last year. It's third and one, fourth and one, Rogers Rodgers is throwing throw. throw. Thrown into double coverage shot plays down the field. So if they become a running offense, I, I would love that. And, and like, that's why I want it. Cause then you could still draft, you know, somebody on the defensive side of the ball. The problem with this team is they need safety help. And this is the worst year maybe ever to draft a safety. I keep saying, I saw it again last night. Um, like, this is not the, – like, these safeties stink, pretty much. Was was that Matt Miller that said it last night? I should have probably checked before I said that. But somebody was tweeting again last night about how awful the safeties are. Like, so this, this is
1: another thing. So wide receiver is another p- position that people are talking about for the Packers, right? And possibly in the first round, taking a wide receiver. Because I like the receivers, man. Let's just get a veteran receiver. But check this out. So Jim Nagy, uh, the guy that runs the Senior Bowl uh, for the NFL, who's really, really good, connected to everybody – Uh, put it out on Twitter, I think it was yesterday or this morning, that in his talks with different NFL teams, most of these teams have one wide receiver with a first-round grade. One. And that's JSN. That's the only one with a first-round grade for most of these teams. So if the draft board falls that way, I mean, all of these receivers are going to still be sitting there when you go to the second round on day two, outside of maybe one or two now all of a sudden having two second round picks looks a hell of a lot better than it did previous. And I'll take it a step further. If you are at 15, let's say you don't get that, that first round pick and you get th- – this is the other thing. And I – because we're talking about the question is, what's the most fair offer you'd accept? I'm at the point of taking the two twos uh, in the second round for the Jets, both of them. The two and twos. I, I, I think I'd be okay with that now. I think I'm, I've accepted that point this year. Because now all of a sudden you have three second-round picks. You're going to get a wide receiver, you're going to get a good tight end, and you're probably going to get a defensive edge rusher of some sort there of those three players. Now, if I go back to my first-round pick at 15, knowing that's probably what I'm going to end up there, at 15 I can get a big, nice, strapping offensive lineman to play right tackle who could possibly go to left tackle when Bakhtiari is done with that pick at 15. So I can get an offensive lineman, an edge rusher, a wide receiver, and a tight end before I even get to round three. That's a hell of a draft before yeah. we get to round three. And then in round three, you know, it's best available. I Maybe mean, you get your safety in round three. So, And this is what I'm saying, man. Like,
0: I, uh, I don't want a wide receiver in the first round because – why all of a sudden now? It was always just fine. Hey, oh, Greg Jennings, all these guys. You know, it's overrated. We don't need receivers in the first. It's round. despite so Rodgers. So why? Yeah, but I don't want to just spite Rodgers. That's what it is. Him. You go best player available. So I would rather. Okay, you want to spite Rodgers? I mean, Rodgers probably would have killed for a guy like B. John Robinson. He's going to catch balls out of the backfield or spite him by taking one of these tight ends. I want a tight end over a wide receiver. Young quarterback middle of the field, it's something Rodgers never had, Green, uh, a couple years, Green Bay has never really had it. I would rather have Kincaid or Michael Mayer or any of those top 10 tight ends, and maybe you get one of those guys later. I just, I don't want one of these wide receivers, because you already have your top two receivers, wide receiver one and wide receiver two, and maybe even three in Torrey next year. I know you want to stack Jordan Love with all these weapons, but you also want him to, like, have a chance. You don't want Jordan Love to go out there and hang 30 every game, but the defense gives up 35. Right. Rodgers did that for how many years? Yep. Isn't the way to win football games? The way to win football games is to win football games the way the New England Patriots were winning football games. Sometimes Tom Brady was throwing the ball to a lacrosse player. He always had really good tight ends. One of them was a murderer. But every year he had a top ten scoring defense, and that's why he's got the Super Bowl rings. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. Kansas City last year. Their defense, the second half of the season, was top 15. That's why they won a Super Bowl. The year before, the Rams won a Super Bowl because they had Jalen Ramsey and Aaron Donald and all those guys in the top 10 defense. In the playoffs, defense wins. So I I know we want Jordan Love to have success, but at the end of the day, man, we got to give him a defense too. But
1: if that's the case, then you're not going Robinson in the first round. You're going edge rusher in the first round then. I don't know that there's anybody good enough
0: this year, though. So maybe this year we we do go. I, I'm telling you, you got to go best available. And I know it's a running back. I'll never suggest this ever again. I killed the Giants <laughs> when they took Saquon. <laughs> I killed the Panthers when they took Barkley. I think he's different. I think he's like, I don't know. I don't like doing like player comps. But like he could be like an Adrian Peterson, Barry Sanders type back. He could be like the classic back where he's getting like 20.
1: You're talking 25. about a Hall of Fame tight end. B. John or a running back, I mean. A Hall of Fame-type running back. Yeah, I think so. Holy crap. Do you want – you got to – please do me a favor before we do this. I've watched him. I know how good he is. I, to me, again, this is doing what you got mad at the Packers for doing before, which is drafting, for the, is doing. drafting for the future versus drafting for the present. Now, this, again, is, no, this is for the present. No, 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 because Aaron Jones is the starting running back. Right. So he comes in, he's going to be backing up Aaron Jones and me that third back in this rotation this year. Right. Or do you think he's going to come in and take oh. Aaron Jones job? The Aaron Jones who's working out with their starting quarterback right now. Cause, that let, me, guy. Let, cause let me tell
0: you my offense. My okay. This doesn't take Aaron Jones off of the field. Now we're running like some sets where we're going to have Aaron Jones in motion a lot. We're gonna, I told you I want this gadget guy to be a real player, not yeah. Tyler Irvin. Like he has to be a real threat for this offense to work. You can't have a guy that's, oh, don't let Tyler Irvin get to the edge. He'll get three yards on you. Ya. Right. Now you have Aaron Jones, one of the more explosive backs, and he's really just a weapon. Because let's be honest, he could catch 100 balls out of the backfield, and he wants to prolog- he wants his career to continue. He's not the biggest guy. He needs to stop fumbling in big games. That's the other thing. And he's gotten a lot bigger. So I think you could use him as an is like a whole nother back. He's going to be used as a pass catcher. He's still going to get his 10 to 15 carries. Cause let's be honest, man, LaFleur's not going to give him the ball anyway. Matt, why did Aaron Jones only have two touches going into the half? Oh, right. I don't know, something I got to do a better job of. Like it's in my head already. AJ Dillon only needs, let's be honest, eight to ten carries per game. I know we want AJ Dillon to be. Mike Allstott and Derrick Henry. I want 20 I carries and life. like
1: five to 10 touches. That's what yeah. I want.
0: He's he's not any of with those With Jones, guys. not with Dylan Bijan. Then Bijan's like your 15 to 20 carry guy. So now you got three backs. They're all going to be on the field at the same time at times. And then, like, you got Christian Watson, who's also like – Think of all the speed you have on the field, the power you have on that field, and now you have a legit back that could go for, like, 14-6. You have three backs that could rush for 1,000 yards. And then Jordan Love doesn't have to go in there and be Aaron Rodgers or right. Favre. Because, like, Rodgers and Favre won two Super Bowls. If they had actual running games some of those years, I mean, the Packers were better when Eddie Lacy was healthy, or the Packers were better when Aaron Jones was finally used in the offense. Those years, though, where it was, you know, Starks and – Brandon Jackson, well, that's actually a bad example. They won the Super they Bowl. They won the Super Bowl of stars. <laughs> that's, a, that's a, that, yeah. But uh, I don't know. I mean, yeah, I, I, thought that, I thought that was that win offense year. was like this running offense, and, and Rodgers was going to be more of a game manager. Then last year, it was like Rodgers was dropping back 52 times again, throwing for 200 yards. It didn't make any sense. Now, I, I'm fine if, if, if they think this is crazy and they want to go Michael Mayer or they want to go with any of these tight ends. I just don't – okay, if Jackson Smith and the Jigba is there, go ahead and take him.
1: You know what I'm saying? The more you talk about this, the more I think they're going to trade back. Probably. The, the, more you, the more we talk about this, and the more you start to say, okay, well, maybe this is only going to be six or seven wins this first year. It's not Super Bowl or bust. The more I think that maybe Goody looks at it the same way and says, look, there ain't no pressure on us to win this year. Why not trade back, get some more assets, get some more draft picks, that we can put into this team this year and then next year when love has a full year as a starter going into that next season these rookies will be going in their second year and have more of an impact so maybe you do see the packers go from 15 to 20 or 15 to 23 to accumulate some more picks to go back a few slots still get one of the tight ends you're talking about because again nobody i don't think has Mayor kincaid going in the top 15 so even if you go back to 20 or 23 one of those guys are probably still going to be there. Or if they love Hyatt, this wide receiver from Tennessee, if that's their guy, he's definitely probably still going to be there in the twenties.
0: And that's what I'm like. I like Jalen Hyatt a lot too, man. I just, I feel like you could get a similar type player in the second or third round. I mean, these receivers, uh, these receiver classes have just been so deep. I mean, you're not going to get like Justin Jefferson in the third round, but maybe but there's you're, not that guy in here. There's only one of those guys. And maybe we already got that guy in Christian Watson. Right. Listen, the last eight weeks of the season were ridiculous. And now Dobbs, man, let's be honest. Like Dobbs started great. The problem with Dobbs, I mean, he's he's he was a rookie and he was getting bitched out by Rodgers and that shot his confidence down. Jordan Love's going to be making mistakes too so they could kind of grow with each yes. other. You know what I mean? Like it's fine for there to be some growing pains. There just can't be a terrible season involved. And that's why I think you draft B. John Robinson oh. and now you have... Three just awesome backs. You still have a pretty good offensive line. And then you get some pass rushers. You get some speed on that field. You know, you get some safety help. or you I don't know. I mean, maybe you win 10, 11 games. I you think I'm going to
1: make it a poll question. I'm going to put it up as a poll question. Ryan Horvath wants the Packers to take Bijan Robinson at 15. Would you do the same? Yes or no, right? You want to do it? We'll put it up. Yeah, I'll probably get crushed for it. I, feel like I you don't think so. I don't control. know, man. You There's a lot of people that love that guy. I want people to know that I have, a,
0: that I have an offense designed around all three of these guys. Like, see, like my Grandpa Gordy, like the, the double wing at Joliet Catholic, always three running backs. You have right. your fullback, who only gets like six to eight carries. You have your main back, who's going to get like 20 to 25. Then you have your speed back. So you, that's what, exactly what you have. You have Aaron Jones is now your gadget guy. A.J. Dillon is going to be used more as a fullback. Goal line short yardage situation. Then you have Bijan, who's just going to be man. Maybe I just I know he's going to be awesome. And if you could have it, like let's let's have it. You know All why right. not? Packers never take the guy. One usually he's not around, but they never tr- like you know. I- I always like have these guys that I just gush over for months. It was Justin Jefferson for me. I kept tweeting about it was T Higgins the same year and Jefferson wasn't there, but Higgins was, and it crushed me, man. And I was like, I kind of actually hope this kid ends up being a bust and he's the farthest thing from it. I I think he's a top 10 receiver. He just doesn't get the attention because of Jamar chase, but man, like you throw jump balls to that guy all day.
1: It's Ryan Horvat. Follow him, uh, of yep. course, on Twitter at Ryan Horvath. BetMGM tonight, weeknights, part of the BetQL Radio Network. See Sparky Pfeiffer here. Follow me at Sparky Radio. We'll do this whole thing all over again on Wednesday. Enjoy the rest of your day. Toodles. <laughs>